Now, time for Fibber and Molly, and at 9 p.m., Big Town. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick LeGrand, Bud Steffen, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Produced and directed by Frank Pittman with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. I'm sure a lot of things go into the making of a beautiful room. But one woman gave me a hint about the importance of floors. She said that a beautiful room, like a lovely picture, needs a beautiful frame. And there's nothing that frames a room better than the smooth luster of a well-waxed floor. That, of course, is why Johnson's Paste Wax is a steady favorite with fine homemakers today, just as it was with their mothers and grandmothers. Its value to you isn't just that its hard, tough finish protects your floors, nor that smoothly waxed floors are so much easier to clean. No, deeper than that is the fact that Johnson's Paste Wax makes your floors a border of beauty for the other things you live with and cherish. I wish you'd try Johnson's Paste Wax soon. The shining luster it gives your floors helps make you proud of the home you live in. In Wistful Vista, the last day of the month is warm, sunny, and delightful. In fact, as the man said when the florist truck tipped over and buried his wife under three tons of petunias, May couldn't have ended prettier. <laughs> and here at number 79, discussing the balmy weather, are Fibber McGee and Molly. George, a day like this makes me want to get outside and do things. Get out under the sun, under the blue skies, and let the soft breezes caress me. Heavenly days, listen to him. But I think you're right, dearie. You betcha. It's disgusting to stay indoors on a day like this. I agree, absolutely. What shall we do? I'll flip you a quarter to see who takes a nap in the hammock. <laughs> you know, if we were back in Peoria now, we'd be out on the river in a canoe. Out on... Hey... That's it, kiddo. You got it. That's the stuff. Let's go out to Dugan's Lake and get a canoe. Are you serious? I ain't Roebuck. <laughs> what do you say, Tootsie? I can paddle a canoe as good as I ever did. Well, you never were any Hiawatha with a paddle, sweetheart, but I'll go with you. Great, baby, great. I'll start getting the stuff ready right Wait away. Wait a minute now. What stuff? Oh, just the usual canoe stuff. You know, pillows and a blanket and suntan oil and some grub and my old mandolin. I better get the... Come in. Oh, it's Milton from the drugstore, McGee. Come on in, Milton. Thanks, Mr. McGee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hello, Milton. Swell day, ain't it? I and Mrs. McGee are going to go out to Dugan's Lake and rent a canoe. Well, I don't want to delay you, Mr. McGee. All I came over for was to say goodbye anyway. I'm going away on a vacation tomorrow. Are you, Milton? Where are you going? I'm going to hitchhike out west and get a job on a dud ranch. Oh. <laughs> You're a little mixed up, Milton. It's dude ranch. This one's a dud. It belongs to Uncle Ed that never made a nipple. <laughs> You like hitchhiking, Milt? I tried it once and nobody picked me up. Strange for a man who was all thumbs to fail as a hitchhiker. Well, I got a gimmick, Mr. McGee. Yeah? Two years ago, it got me from Buffalo to Omaha in two days. Heavenly days. How'd you do that? I get an empty five-gallon gasoline can, paint it red, cut a door to the side of it, and pack all my luggage inside. 
Everybody stops for a guy that's carrying a can of gas. Oh. Oh, my gosh, that's a wonderful idea, Milt. Don't anybody ever get sore when they find out you've tricked them? Oh, only once. The guy that took me to Omaha so quick was the assistant district attorney. Yeah. I spent five days in the sneezer for vagrancy. <laughs> well, I'll send you a postcard. Goodbye now. So long, Milt. Goodbye, Milt. Yeah, good kid. A little irresponsible, but my gosh, you've got to reach my age practically before you have real good common sense. Oh, dear. Hey, bring a bed sheet and a clothes pole, kiddo, and I'll rig up a sail on that canoe. You won't too, have to... Captain Blind. You'll sail alone. <laughs> you think I don't know how to sail a boat? My gosh, I read a book once that told all about how to sail a boat. And all... Come in. Well, 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 look who's here. Dr. Gamble. The beloved old physician in Sturgeon. <laughs> who's devoting his life to cheering the healthy, healing the sick, and overcharging everybody. Hi, <laughs> blood count. Hello, doctor. Hello, Molly. And good day to you, too, blabbermouth. I hope I'm not intruding. We're going out canoeing, doctor. It's such a lovely day. Yeah. You mean, my dear, you are entrusting yourself in a flimsy little canoe with this ham-handed, overweight oaf? Look who's cracking about being ham-handed. Who tipped over the rowboat last time we went fishing? I ain't mentioning any names, but I could lift my foot and kick the medicine bag right out of his greedy little hand. McGee, now, I don't think... Now, wait a minute, Flapjaw. I'll admit I happened to be rowing the boat at the time, but I didn't expect you to give a yell and jump up on my shoulders. <laughs> could I help it if I sat on my fish hook? Cold-hearted, unsympathetic butcher's apprentice, you. Yes, yes, you could help it. Yeah? You could buy an 85-cent tackle box to keep your hooks in. Oh. Hey, incidentally, you still owe me for that $40 rod and reel I lost that day. $40 rod and reel? Yeah. Ah! You mean that second-hand umbrella handle with the wooden spool fastened on it with a deep... Doctor, I could catch more fish with a long strand of macaroni tied to a bed slat and baited with two ounces of mint. Have you ever caught No, 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 boys. That's enough. Stop it. Now, he makes me tired. I make him tired. I get so weary talking to you, loud face, that I've got bags under my chin. Three of them. Count them. I can see them. Oh, by the way, Molly, speaking of bags, I'm going away tomorrow. Vacation in the mountains. Oh, really? Well, I hope you have a wonderful time, Doctor. Yeah, you uh, don't like the seashore, Ducky? Nope, not since I was mistaken for a battleship last year. <laughs> well, that's a fairly natural error, boy, but how'd it happen? Well, I was just coming out of the water after a swim. Yeah? Dripping wet. I grabbed up my towel and started away, and somebody said, Going in to dry dock. <laughs> So, this year, I go to the mountains. So long, both of you. So long, my Billy Mills to the orchestra and five foot two.
list to you and see if I forgot anything that we'll need in the canoe, Molly. List? Yeah. Pillows and a blanket, suntan oil, portable radio, my fishing tackle, first aid kit and some grub, some cold root beer in case it gets hot, hot coffee in case it gets cold, <laughs> and my old mandolin. I better get that mandolin right out of the hall closet right now. Hold it, dearie. Company. Come in. It's Ollie from the Elks Club. Hello, Ollie. Hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. Hi, Ollie. What's new with the Elks, boy? Well, since you tore another hole in it, the pool table cover, McGee. Yeah? We got a new one today. Oh, good. I'll drop in and try it this week, Ollie. I, I wish you would, McGee. I, I wish you'd come play every day. Well, thanks. I'll try to do that. Because I won't be there. I'm going on vacation. Oh. <laughs> I'll bet you're ready for it, too, Ollie. Uh, when do you start? As soon as the children get out of school? Yeah, pretty soon, Mrs. Christina's already through with high school now. She finished. Sunday she commences. <laughs> Commences what? Commences working? In high school, McGee, you don't commence nothing. Hmm? When you finish, you, 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 you just commence. <laughs> Sunday, they have commenced me. Oh, I know. He means they have their commencement exercises, McGee. That's it, Mrs. Only my Christina. She don't need no exercises. <laughs> she get muscles like a horse. <laughs> Yeah, what's she going to be, a lady wrestler? No, Christina wants to be used to housewife. Huh? I tell her if she wants to be a housewife, she should study like her mother, domestic silence. You mean domestic science? I mean, if Christina learned to keep her mouth shut, she makes a fine wife, McGee. I go now, man. Mrs. wants some oranges from the market. I'll bet your children eat a lot of oranges, too, Oli. They're mighty good for them, too. Oh, sure. We find oranges is very useful, Mrs. Useful, eh? Yeah, the last ones he got was used shock full of use. <laughs> very useful fruit. Well, I hope you have a nice vacation, Oli. Yeah, and hey, if I want to get in touch with you this summer, where will you be, Oli? Well, I tell you, McGee, mm -hmm. in my backyard is a hammock. Mm -hmm. There's a newspaper in it. Yeah? If you lift up the newspaper... Underneath is Oli. <laughs> Flat on my back in the hammock all summer and used to donate my time. <laughs> well, Oli sounds like he's going to loaf all summer, dearie. He knows how all right. He loafs all winter, but... <laughs> well, I better think up some more stuff to take on our canoe ride. Maybe I ought to... See, I know one thing we don't want to forget, dearie. A bottle of citronella. Oh, no, none of that stuff. I took a bottle of that stuff last year, and I couldn't drink half of it. What? Tastes awful. Anybody that takes citronella on it. Hello, Molly. Hi, up there. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Come in. Hi, Junior. Hey, you want to bring your wife and go canoeing with us tonight at Dugan's Lake? I'm taking my mandolin. Uh, sorry, pal, but I couldn't make it even if you weren't. I'm uh, getting ready to take my vacation tomorrow. My, my, everybody's vacation. Yeah, where are you going to spend your vacation, Junior? In the beauty spot of the nation, pal, Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> me and my big mouth. <laughs> well, now, if you boys will excuse me, I'll spend the next five minutes sorting the laundry. I can guess the rest of this. <laughs> Have a nice vacation, Mr. Wilcox. We'll miss you. Thank you, Molly. See you in the fall. Yeah, go ahead, kiddo. I started this, so I'll battle it through alone. I'll be the pigeon that... Saved by the bell. Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, Teenie. Come in, sis. I'm glad to see you. You are? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 
Oh, hi, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> oh, boy, hi. Hello, Tinny. <laughs> I haven't seen you for a long time. Sit down, sis. What's new with you? My dollhouse. Oh. I got a new dollhouse, and no boy should ever pretty, though. A new dollhouse, <laughs> eh? Well, I suppose you know how to keep that dollhouse looking new, don't you, Tinny? Sure I do, I betcha. My mama told me how. Well, good for her. She did, eh? Yes, she... Hmm? He said she did, eh? Who did? Your mother, Tinny. Did what? Told you how. How what? How to keep it new looking. My dollhouse. I know it. <laughs> she, she says there's only one way to keep it new looking. Don't play with it. Oh, well, uh, Tinny, I was going to suggest that you try... You know something? My mom always uses Johnson's paste wax on her floors and furniture and woodwork. And, you know, I was just wondering if I could use it on my dollhouse. Oh, my gosh. He's even got kids doing it. Tini, of course you can. On a big house or a little house. Johnson's paste wax is the finest... You know, my mama says it not only imparts a mellow, gleaming luster to her furniture and woodwork, but it also protects and preserves it against dirt and dust and stuff I spill all over it. Hey, what's the deal here between you? What Tini, that's about? absolutely right. Your mother knows that a Johnson waxed home is a well-kept home. She knows that Johnson's Paste Wax is the finest investment in beauty for her home. Hey, hey, hey. It is. Look, look. Waxy. Yes, pal. Have you got to go now because i got to get ready to go canoeing. My oh, wife and I... yes. Yes, we do, Mr. McGee. Oh. Come, Mr. Waxy. If, you, if you're going down to Kramer's drugstore, I'll go with you and one of us can buy the other one a soda, huh? <laughs> That's a good idea, Teeny. Here, take my arm, miss. Oh, Oh, boy. Jackpot. <laughs> if Bully Toops asks about me, Mr. McGee, tell him I have a prior engagement. Goodbye, now. So long, sis. I'll see you this fall, Junior. Yeah, happy canoeing, pal. So long. She's a cute kid, even if she does act like... Hey, hey, Molly. Yes, dearie? Let's be ready to leave here about sundown, huh? That way we can be on the lake in time to watch the moon come up, and I can play Harvest Moon on my mandolin. Hey, you know and... something I've been wondering, dearie? Hmm? If you play the mandolin, who's going to paddle a canoe? Oh, don't worry. You won't get stuck with the paddling this time. Good. We can take turns. <laughs> I better get my mandolin out of the hall closet right now and tune it up before we go. Just a minute, McGee. Come in. Oh, hi, Latrivia. Come in, boy. Oh, it's his honor, the mayor. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hello, Molly. Hello, McGee. I just dropped in to tell you two I'm taking a little vacation. I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah? How come, Latriv? The grand jury breathing down your neck again, boy? Now, McGee, I hope you have a nice rest, Mr. Mayor. Say, that's a lovely new sport coat you've got on. I particularly like the weave. Oh, this? Oh, thank you. I'm rather partial to this sort of material myself. Nice. Anytime I go looking for a sport jacket, I always pick a herringbone. You, uh, you walk into the store nibbling on it, do you, little bit? I beg your pardon? I wouldn't think there'd be any nourishment in it myself. Nourishment? In what? A herringbone. 
My gosh, I like to pick a drumstick myself or a pork chop bone, but a herringbone. Uh, oh, now, now, wait. Let's not get into any. You know, so Magician sit up all night and pick on a plate of spare rib bones. But sure, you ought to try that, boy. I don't make a habit of gnawing bones in public, but if you hold a napkin in front of your face, you can get away with it. <laughs> a herringbone, though, look, is a kind look, of. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. I meant nothing about eating, you understand? Hmm? When I said I like a herringbone, I meant. Here, see the way this material is woven? That's a herringbone weave. You mean they teach those itty bitty fish to weave as far My gosh, what'll they think of next? Do they swim in and out with a thread in their mouth, or, or do they stand on their tails and knit it with their fins? We the none. I need a one. Nobody said they fit it with their nims. Hmm? Oh, now, 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 Mr. Mayor. Don't shout. Calm down. Now, look, Latrice. This is your last visit here this summer. So tell me one thing, boy, and then let's forget the whole thing. Gladly. Do you like your herringbones kippered or plain? <laughs> because a kippered herringbone would be a pretty messy thing. I don't know anything about clippered herringbones. What? Clippered herringbones. Herringbones. Oh, so I didn't say I had the big bones. The big bones. No. When I said I kicked a wearing herringbone. A herringbone, please. A herringbone, please. 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 Nice vacation, Molly. You too, McGee. Oh, thanks, boy. And here, just go out this door here, Lefebvre. Gladly. No, McGee, that's the whole Down the river. Cruising down the river on a Sunday afternoon with one you love, the sun above, waiting for the moon. And all the card in playing a sentimental tune. Cruising down the river on a Sunday afternoon. The birds above all sing of love, a gentle, sweet
me a lovely evening to go canoeing, McGee. Where do we rent the boat? Right over here at the end of the dock. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. How about renting us a canoe? Why, sure, Kate. Be glad to rent you a... Oh, hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Hi, old Sarah. Are you going for a canoe ride? What do you think we wanted a canoe for? To hide under in case Russia has the bomb? We didn't know you ran the canoe concession out here, Mr. Oldtimer. Just filling in for friends, daughter. I'm going out of town tomorrow on a vacation. You too? Where are you going on your vacation, Mr. Oldtimer? To summer camp, daughter. Oh. <laughs> Me and Bessie are going up to Camp Yakahaki with a bunch of other teenagers. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You and Bessie and some other teenagers? Yep. Bessie's 113 and I'm 116. <laughs> <laughs> I think a fellow ought to be older than you, girl. <laughs> Oh, you want a canoe, eh? Yeah, yeah. Find us a good one, old-timer. Last one I rented here uh, leaked like a wicked rumor through a sewing circle. <laughs> well, I got just the one for you, Johnny. Ain't been used since the Lewis and Clark expedition, and it's just been painted and overhauled, and here she is. Mighty oh, pretty. Uh, I'll get in and hold it to the dock, Molly. After I'm in, you hand me my mandolin and the stuff. All right. Here you are, dearie. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Oldtimer. Not at all, kids. Have a nice paddle. I'll shove you off. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hey, hey, Johnny. Huh? Turn that paddle around. The fat end goes into the water. You mean like this? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Well, what's the like? Yeah. You okay, Molly? Come off, Admiral. Have a nice summer, Mr. Oldtimer. Thanks, daughter. Same to you. Oh, isn't this wonderful, McGee? So peaceful, so restful. Sure is, kiddo. Just like the old days on the Illinois River back in Peoria, huh? Yes. Ah, oh, this is really lovely. There's been a lot of water under the canoe paddle since them Peoria days, huh, Snoopy? Yes, but it's gone awfully fast, dearie. Yeah, sure has, baby. And you know what? There's something about riding in a canoe that kind of makes you think things over. I don't know what it is. Well, I do. In a canoe, you're close to the water. And when you're on the water, you're on the level. Yeah. What do you say we just drift for a while, isn't it? Wonderful. <sighs> great idea of mine, huh? Second greatest idea I ever had. The second? My greatest one was marrying you. Well, thank you. I'm glad I'm at the head of the list. I'd hate to play second fiddle to a canoe. <laughs> Hey, speaking of second fiddles, I play first mandolin in this orchestra. Hand it here, will you? Sweetheart, on a lovely evening like this, I can't even whip up a protest on the mandolin playing. Here you are. Much obliged. Here, you take the paddle. Can you reach it? I think so. I... Oh! oh! I'm sorry, dearie. It slipped out of my hand. Can you reach it? <laughs> my gosh, kiddo, I can't even see it. It's getting too dark. Which side you drop it on? Oh, I don't even know that. Maybe. Well... Oh, dear, what do we do now? Do what we always do when we lose the paddle on canoe trips. Paddle with the mandolin. Okay, but I sure hate to. Personally, dearie, I think you paddle with it better than you play it. You're not just saying that just because you believe it. Yes. Well, here we go. Cruising down the river, da-da-da. Listen. 
listen to that lovely echo, McGee. Sing it again. <laughs> With one you love the sun above. Da 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 da. With one you love the sun above, waiting for the moon. Well, that's the most wonderful echo I ever heard. <laughs> It knows more of the words than you do, McGee. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's just sit here and listen until maybe September, huh? Okay. to beautifying your home, you also save time and money when you beautify your floors with Johnson's Paste Wax. The tough protective coating adds long life to wood, saves long hours of cleaning. Just a light stroke of a dust cloth wipes dirt and grime from the brilliant Johnson Paste Wax surface. And here's the easy new way to polish your waxed floors. Get Johnson's new Beauty Floor Electric Polisher. All you do is guide the polisher across the floor. The big whirling brush does all the buffing for you. You can buy a Johnson's Beauty Floor Electric Polisher from your dealer or rent one at low cost if you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, until next September 13th, we turn you over to the musical hands of Ken Darby and the King's Men. They have a wonderful Johnson's Wax show lined up for you this summer called King for a Night. The King's Men with a guest king every week. Their special king next Tuesday night will be Dan Daly, and don't miss him. In the meantime, thanks to all you loyal listeners for another year of faithful attendance. And thanks to Johnson's Wax, our favorite sponsor, and to all the people we work with putting the show on every week. A pleasant summer to all of you. Good night. Good night, all. Little McGee and Molly will return next September 13th. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Policy Glowcoat, Tracy Wisconsin and Brantford, Canada, bring you Ken Darby and the King's Men with their guest, King for a Night, each week at this time. Next week, we greet Dan Bailey. Be with us, won't you? Rub it on. Wipe it off. Yes, that's all you do. It's that easy with Johnson's Carnew. Because one application of Carnew cleans and polishes your car. First, Carnew cleans the finish, cuts through traffic tarnish and road film that water can't touch. Second, Carnew polishes the finish, makes the whole body sparkle like new. Tomorrow, ask for Johnson's wax-fortified Carnew at your nearest dealer or service station. Cleaning a car can be hard work, but Carnew saves you a lot of that work while giving your car a Sunday shine. Remember, rub it on, wipe it off. That's all you do with Carnew.